Money and Michael Yorba, thanks for joining with us. I have Chance Post of First Launch Consulting with me today. We're going to talk about VentureX and his new um, project working with them too. But Chance, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. All right. Tell me about yourself, how you got into First Launch Consulting. I know you're a partner there, what it does, and then I want to get into what you're doing with VentureX. Right. right. Well, First Launch Consulting really is the boots on the ground marketing. Um, we go out in the community host events, we go get out in the community, meet the mayor, meet local businesses, work with the Chamber of Commerce, work with the Economic Development Committee. We get involved with all those folks, host events, hold events at, the, at uh, your business or at your building, wherever it, wherever it needs to be. And um, we utilize that and then we couple that with stuff like your Facebook, your, your, uh, all your social media. And that way, it's all tied together. So when you're when you're seeing your posts and everything, it's really people from your company. It's 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 people that can connect in the community, almost um, kind of like a hyper local effect where you're really people really see you. How long have you guys been doing this? I mean, I've been doing this type of marketing for the past ten years. But uh, we uh, first launch consulting works in the medical field. We do a lot with freestanding ERs. I specialize in co-working and uh, I work specifically with VentureX. You must have some kind of a team because that's a lot of moving parts to be able to coordinate all right. of that, have the relationships, right. and then pull it off at the end. Right, and what, what we do is, and we, we get an, other consultants on with us, train them to run, run different events, mm -hmm. and then we kind of oversee the big projects. Now, with that kind of clout, you can really pick and choose your clients. You've chosen VentureX to work with for a specific reason, or maybe a few specific right. reasons. Give us some well, insight there. The main thing about VentureX is it's a very professional environment. So when you're looking at different co-working sites, there's a lot of great ones out there, but you want to focus on one that's going to be a, a big professional, uh, the type of place that you want to do business that you can be proud of. I mean, obviously there's been a lot of stuff about co-working in the news, a lot of stuff about WeWork. And, it's, you, know, you want to be a place where you can come in, have a meeting with the CEO, not be worried about beer drinking and other things like that. So we kind of call it like a pro-working. It's basically the, the term we use for it, where it's a professional business environment. And you also have the opportunity with uh, the space to do events and uh, also you know, have your professional office. What are you doing with VentureX to get them out like you would do with other companies? I mean, well, talk to me about the steps. Well, I mean, like... When it starts out, you know, we get out in the community and find out what businesses are going on. Like, I'm focusing in Frisco right now, so obviously you've got the Star, you've got the Cowboys, and uh, you've got a really good, strong economic development committee, and you've got a really good mayor and Jeff Cheney. And so I've partnered with them and helped them bring companies to Frisco, help them if they need office space, if they need a conference room, if they need to host a get-together. And so that was one of the big things that I was able to do because Frisco is so pro-business. I know Dallas is pro-business too. Mm -hmm. We'll get into more about that later. But um, doing that, working with the local chambers of commerce, and just really being the uh, physical representation for the company. A lot of the owners don't have time to be out in the community or have other expertise uh, that they utilize in their business. Now, one of your statements is that Texas is especially great for co-working. Why is right. that? 
Well, I think it's our spirit. You know, Texans are friendly. They're warm. It's not like you're going to Chicago or New York. Uh, people here are friendly, and you go into an environment. And I mean, I've been to all the co-working spaces around Dallas, and you can go in there and strike up a conversation and collaborate with people in no time. So it's really it's a especially friendly state. So it's a great place. It's a great place to be in a co-working uh, atmosphere. And I think people get confused. They don't understand that there's a, a fundamental difference in the way office buildings are constructed that makes it able to have co-working and have the collaboration. Because a tr traditional office, you don't have a, a huge open event space or an area to co-mingle with different companies. So that's one of the main differences when people don't know what co-working is. That you know the spaces to have the extra space and the ability to uh, utilize that when you meet with other businesses. There's got to be some do's, to, some don'ts, some things you should look for in mm -hmm. a co-working space that suits your, right? Uh, really suits your culture. Yeah, and I, I, one of the biggest I think is you want to look at your company. Are you growing? Are you are you are you starting out small and you want to build? You you need the flexibility to build, or are you a larger company? Maybe you need a slot for 80 people. Are you looking at a space that's already max capacity? you want to have some room to flex. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times, depending on, you know, we deal with the solopreneur that works from home, that doesn't want to be by themselves, wants to have interaction, to, you know, people from like Toyota, they've got space at VentureX where they flex, they can put 30, 50 desks in. So you want to look at where the building's at, is it going to meet your needs, is it going to be flexible enough? Do you? Do you see, because this brings me to a question of what companies really work best with co-working, mm -hmm. but do you see that bricks and mortar corporations are also hybriding into co-working space right. and being able to tap into the gig economy with this? Oh, definitely. De definitely. You'll see um, swing space if they're waiting for their space to get built out. Hey, I'm going to need some extra space because my building, maybe you've already hit capacity if you're growing at 10% a year. It's hard to predict you know fast-growing company mm -hmm. so if you've got some space at a co-working location you can flex to fit your number of employees and you're not having to go buy a bigger building to wait to fill it up over two years it's half of it sitting empty while you're hiring and, and building so it really <laughs> provides a great benefit to the tenant it's not so good for some of the you know commercial realtors that want to sell the longer-term leases but this really helps the business guys since this is your specialty in and your your niche, you know, with um, with your company, uh, let me get that right again. First Launch Consulting, mm -hmm. you've got a special insight as to where this vertical is going to go. Can can you give us an idea of is it going to stay in the same and just get more locations, or do you see it morphing into anything different well, as it grows? There's you know co working's hot right now, and there's a lot of there's not a lot of penetration in the market. So even in New, in New York, I think uh, WeWork's the largest. It's only 5% you know, of the office space in New York, it's only 5%. So I think, like, I think JLL predicted that it could go up to as much as a third of the office space will be flexible. So it's going to be a fundamental change. New buildings, uh, you'll probably see building owners build a flex space inside their regular building and have a percentage of it flexible. So it's going to change the whole dynamic. It it's seems to me... To that that this is really going to take on more of an international flair right. oh, yes. for every company. Right, and VentureX has uh, locations outside the country already, so where it's big. Um, oh, gosh, I don't have them off the top of my head. Ballpark. Singapore, uh, London. Yeah, Europe. there's, I think, London is one, and I know um, 
They've got several. Got to be, be yep. some hot spots yeah. around the around the country. Right. Do you know if there's been much penetration and co-working in Asia or Latin America? Is that still virgin territory? I think that's still virgin territory. Wow, because yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunity to right. grow your franchises right. in those emerging countries. Yeah, they're uh, it's it's breakneck pace right now. Wow. Um, in in regards to the traditional office versus co-working space, mm-hmm. I was just kind of curious, the types of companies that come in there, are they mostly digital or are they, do you see that you're, you know, the, the artistic types are, mm-hmm. are coming in there too, like right. graphic arts or right. something that would come, somebody would come out of the school of fine arts. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you, we, we, it's really a broad mix because you've got, uh, you know, you've got your basic like mortgage companies realtors your basic business mm-hmm. and then you've got uh, like photography people can get in there so you do have some artists you've got some coders we've got uh, you know that's one thing you talked about amenities high-speed internet things like that we've got that so you can have the, the computer IT people all, all those kind of right because everybody like, thinks right. you got to be a computer right. oriented right. person to go work in a co-work and, and this, but it's not no so. no yeah you, you know you, you think the younger generation they they're more familiar with it than you know guys our age right so they're they, they get it i think where people get the misnomers they don't really understand what co-working is about and what the flexible space is about and so that's where the where they get the misnomer it's all it's all technical or it's all this it's really i mean it, it starts off at the solopreneur working somebody working out of their house mm-hmm. all the way up to your your bigger companies I'd say the sweet spot, you know, is, is somewhere companies probably under 50 people, mm-hmm. and then if you're bigger than that, you're probably going to use it as as a as a flexible a solution just for growing. But I mean, it's nice that you can grow your your office from 10 guys to 15 guys without having to go out and source new space. It takes a lot of the headaches out of the way. Your price per square foot's higher, but you're only paying for what you need. Right. By so, the desk by instead the desk. of by the room. Right. One of the things that, that really impresses me about your company is because there are a lot of people that are really good at what they're doing, but they're not good mm-hmm. at getting out and engaging the right people mm-hmm. and, do, and has taken the time away from their business to go develop those right. relationships mm-hmm. that every startup needs. Right. That's where you come in. Right, and that's where we save you the time. I mean, it's do you, you have time to leave your business, be out in the field all day, talking to different business owners, talking to people in the community, finding out what's going on, visiting other office buildings, whatever, whatever you're doing, and then finding out you know, who's coming to town, trying to set meetings with them. So really, you know, so you can integrate into the community. You're not going to have time to do that as a business owner. No, not at all. Chance, thanks for being on the show. That was great to be here. Thanks so much. My pleasure. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Don't forget, download our new app on iOS and Android.